Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the Kate Take podcast. I am so hyped that you are here. And um, today's episode is one that has just been honestly calling on my heart. It is something that I have been working through because I hope that you realize anything that I ever share with you on this podcast is something that I've been through, I've gone through. It's someone that I think can help you through with a similar story. And I had a completely different podcast planned for today. And I literally sat down and it was like I had a download from freaking up above into my head, like, nope, you're going to share this story. And so I have no notes in front of me. I have nothing. This is off the cuff. So if it feels scattered, I don't know. Um, it is what it is, but I think that this is just something that, um, I need to speak about. And I think you probably need to hear too. And what that is, is, you know, I've been dealing lately with a lot of self-doubt and I will confidently say that I'm not ashamed to say that self-doubt has crept in for me lately. And I share that with you to be vulnerable. I share that with you because I think it's really freeing when we know that people who continually work on self-growth also still struggle. I hope that that's something that you've gotten from this podcast is to know that you'll always reach a new level a new obstacle where you need to overcome something or where you're going to have those kind of those little gremlins in your head that pull you down and have self-doubt. And I've, I've been working through some self-doubt here and let me share, excuse me, where I think that this is coming from. I have so much change coming into my life, right? Becoming a mom and being pregnant and just kind of thinking that there's just, it almost feels like I'm about to have a completely new life, which is amazing. And I'm so grateful that I get to, because there are days where I, I don't know, it's like, I feel like I'm just like waiting, like tick tock, tick tock, like, okay, like let's start this next phase. But with that also comes a lot of anticipation. And I think we've talked about this on the podcast before where I'm someone who really needs to work on this because if we're continually thinking to the future too much, in a way where we're trying to control it, not so much like you're thinking of your vision or you're thinking of where you want to go, but in sort of that like anticipation anxiety, it can be good, but only to a certain point, right? And if we're thinking too much into the future, then we're constantly living in anxiety. Just like if you're constantly talking about the good old days or the way things used to be, and you're living in the past, you're going to deal with depression because you can't get the past back. And so I think for me, this is stirring up a bit of self-doubt because I don't know what this next phase looks like in my life. And that is a little scary to me. And I'm someone who likes change. I love a good surprise. I'm ready for more meaning in my life. I'm ready to be a mom, but it can bring up a lot of self-doubt too. So for me right now, what that looks like is a big question I have in my head is, can you really have it all? Can you really be both? And that's a question I've continually, continually had to work through um, with myself because I look at my business. I look at what I've been building as a coach for the past five years. You know, I started this when I was 24. It's, it's been my baby the past five years and I've built it the way that I've built it so that now when I became a mother, which felt so far away five years ago, even a year ago at this time, we were having the, should we start a family talk? But it 
didn't, you know, it wasn't like solidified. Right. And so I, it's crazy because when you do write down your visions and you do work on self-growth and you do these things, then all of a sudden, when all of a sudden it's about to happen, because I tell you guys this all the time, if you keep going, you keep believing, you keep working, you keep taking action, you're eventually going to reach exactly where it was you wanted to end up. But it's sort of like I have said a million times that I learned from Lori Harder, next level, next devil. And it's sort of like, whoa, it's here. Like you're going to be a mom can you do both? And I know that I can. And, and I want to share this with you too, because I've learned this in therapy. Yes. Everyone should go to therapy. And my therapist said, she's like, you know, Caitlin, your brain is made up of, you can logically think through something and you can logically know things are going to be okay. But then there's the emotional side of it where then you question it. And I feel like that's where I'm at right now is a lot of ping pong in my head of just things that are coming up in my life where logically I know I can still do my business. I have strategies in place. I've got a team. I have an assistant like Zach and I are on board with what childcare will look like. We've had a bazillion conversations. Like logically, I know these things. And it's funny because I am a type A person, but I can really go at the flow. Like right now I have notes for what my other episode is going to be, but I think someone out there needs this message more. And that's why I'm recording this right now. And when I was a teacher, like, I didn't give a shit. I was like, whatever, man, I can't control these kids. I'm going to go with the flow. And it's just funny because even I still work through self-doubt and I'm not trying to put myself on a pedestal by any means, but I work really, really hard on my mindset. And this is something that I'm literally going through right now is that self-doubt. Um, some other self-doubt. And I hope that as I share this, you see yourself in this because I want you to relate that every single person goes through this. Um, another just kind of fear or insecurity I've been working through is like, what if everyone else around me levels up, but I can't because now I'm a mom, which like even saying that out loud is so silly because some of the most successful women that I surround myself with in business and just in life, they are kick-ass moms and kick-ass teachers and kick-ass business owners and kick-ass authors. Like, it's so silly how I say that. And logically, I know that that doesn't make sense, but that emotional part comes in where I'm working through reminding myself that all tides rise ships. Like you are a leader, Kate. And so as you are listening to this, I'm I'm gonna have you put yourself in my shoes and I'll put myself in yours. But realize that I have a choice and you have a choice right now. And that choice is this, is that you decide what story you want to be true. I'm gonna say that again. You decide what story you want to be true. So I said, I'm working through some self-doubt. I refuse to stay there. And when those stories come up in my head of, can you really have both? Can you be an amazing businesswoman and a mom? Will other people like, when these stories come up, these negative stories that I know are not true, I choose though, if I want them to be true or not. And 
this is where self-growth is hard and this is where people quit or this is where people start to believe the lies of those negative stories, those limiting belief stories that they tell themselves and they just quit because what they start doing then is looking for proof that those things are true. So if I wanted to, I could listen to that story that I'm telling myself that creeps up with this doubt of, what I just, you know, what I just shared. And I could, I could start looking for proof of that. I could see people around me in in my business space that are advancing really fast. And they will see she can do it. I can't, I could play into that story, right? I could play into the story of, um, you know, the wild emotions that go with pregnancy. I could be like, well, see, you're going to be, you're going to be a bad mom. You're going to be a bad mom. Here's your proof right now. It's like, no, you have a bazillion hormones coursing, coursing through your body. Like that is what it is but you decide what story you want to be true. And I know that I've come way too far to only come this far, just like you've come this far. You've got to keep going too. Okay. So let's go on this together. And I want to read you a little quote that I was reading in my personal development the other day. And I think it will really um, help you a lot. And it's the story of two wolves. And this is an old Cherokee story. And this is the, this is the quote. This is the story. An elder tells his grandson, every choice in life is a battle between two wolves inside us. One represents anger, envy, greed, fear, lies, insecurity, and ego. The other represents peace, love, kindness, compassion, humility, and positivity. They are constantly competing for supremacy. The grandson asks, which wolf wins? The one you feed, the elder replies. And when I read that this morning, I stopped dead in my tracks and it was like a light bulb went off in my head because like I said, I've been battling these these thoughts as I've gotten more pregnant, as I'm getting closer to my due date, as I'm getting things in line to figure out what my life and my business is going to look like. And I realized right now that it is they're competing for supremacy. That story of you can't be both, Kate, you're not going to be good enough. You're going to fail. Like you're going to stay stuck. That is where in my life do I ever surround myself with anger, envy, greed, fear, lies, insecurity, and ego? Those are all the things I run from. Those are all the things I do not allow in my relationships. And same for you. What story, what wolf are you feeding? What are you telling yourself? And is that story based in anger, envy, greed, fear, lies, insecurity, and ego? Because if it is, girlfriend, then you need to learn to stop feeding that wolf because that is going to keep you stuck. It is going to keep you anxious, depressed. It's going to keep you small and it's not going to bring in what you deserve in life. And what I say to you now is what I said to myself this morning when I read that and said, stop feeding that wolf. And I don't let it linger for too long. I'm not saying for hours on end. I'm, oh, but I used to, I used to do that all the time, my friend. And I'm sure a lot of you listening to this, you're like, oh my God, I'm so feeding that wolf. But that other story, right? That other wolf, which one do you want to feed that represents peace and love and kindness and compassion and humility and positivity? 
those things we have to remember are so much more powerful than envy or greed, love and kindness and compassion. My goodness, those things shine so much brighter than that negative story. And I know that when you're in the thick of it, I know that when self-doubt creeps up, it feels like that negative story that one that we're feeding, like it is just ravenous, like it is so hungry and that it's so easy to feed it, feed it, feed it, feed it. But that's your ego trying to keep you small. That's your brain trying to keep you safe and you are not meant to stay the same forever. And so you have to wake up every single day and choose to feed that other wolf, the one that is going to bring you to your goals, to your mission, to who you are meant to be. They're going to constantly compete for supremacy because it never goes away. Self-growth, it never just becomes always easy. We've talked about this so many times, my friend, on the podcast. It's a continual journey to feed that story that's the one of love and the one of positivity. And so really ask yourself today, are you deciding which which story are you deciding to be true and which which wolf are you going to feed and as i read that this morning i literally you can hear it here's the post-it note i wrote a post-it note down i put it on my imac and i wrote which wolf will you feed and i put it up there because i know i'm still on this journey i know that i'm going to be facing a lot of changes and differences and new life experiences in 2021. And this is something I've, again, plug for therapy. This is something I've talked about with my therapist about too, is like, it's just as easy to decide that you're going to be go with the flow as it is to decide that you want to be uptight. It's just as easy to lead with kindness as it is to lead with envy. And just remember which wolf wins. It's the one that you feed Man, I don't know why that's so powerful, but it just sticks out to me. And so today, what is the story that you are telling yourself? Are you telling yourself a story that is not true? Or are you going to write a story and work on that to make it a reality? Because here is the reality. It's so much, quote unquote, air quotes here, easier to just let the lies and the insecurity and the ego take over because they are familiar to us. It is familiar to us because, because you've been in a bad relationship, because you've been cheated on, because you've had a boss fire you. You've had these experiences where you've put your worth into other people and you need to step into your own shoes and realize that you are worthy just by being here just by being the only Brittany or the only Monica in the world or who's ever listening to this, you're worthy just because you are who you are. And you need to feed that story and continually work on who it is that you wanna be. I also heard this today, it was actually on a, a call. It was a bunch of us, we were on a work session, me and some coaches. And um, the, the person leading the call, it was my friend Molly, 
we were talking about limiting beliefs quick as we were getting ready. And she was like, I want to live coach someone on this really quick. And so a, a different coach on our team, uh, Emily, she was like, I will. And, and, and Emily shared a few limiting beliefs that she has surrounding a couple of things in her business. And Molly framed it this way. And I loved this too. And again, I got lots of post-it notes all over my desk, but this, she, she said that she said, I want you to stop Emily and ask yourself this. Do you like saying X is the reason why? So ask yourself, does that feel good? So let's use this in context of an example. Let's say you are trying to, let's say you're trying to do a side hustle, okay? You're in a network marketing business or something like that. And let's say that you've picked that up on the side and you really want to make it work. And you're like, okay, Kate, I've been listening to you. I'm going to start this side hustle. I'm going to do this. I want my store. I'm going to feed the wolf. That's about love and kindness and compassion. I'm going to make my dreams come true. Great. Okay. Now life gets hard. You're really busy. Let's say you're a mom, you're doing distance learning and you have to figure out dinner every night and your husband needs you and your friend needs you and you just can't find any time to actually work on this business. And let's say that you are using time as your excuse. So every time that your mentor comes and asks you, hey, how's that side business going? You know, what's going on? Or your, your husband asks you, hey, are you going to put any time into this tonight? And you just keep saying, you know, honey, I want to, but I'm so busy. Oh man. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I was, I was really going to work on it tonight, but then I just got so busy. I got so tied up in, in the kids' schoolwork. Do you like saying that? That's the only question you have to ask yourself. Do you like saying that? Because if you do, okay. Um, interesting because if you do like saying that you are too busy for it, then I'm going to say you need to really back up and do some self-work because you're probably stuck in ego. But if you honestly ask yourself that question, do you like saying that X, Y, Z, whatever it is, that is the reason. If you don't like saying it, change it. Fucking change it. And so I could feed that wolf that tells me to play into this self-doubt to tell myself that I can't do both, that I can't be both or whatever it is. I, I don't like saying that. I know that I am better than that. And I have to compete even with those wolves in your head of logic and emotion. But when you can get logic and emotion to sync up and when you can use logic, when your emotions are running rampant, that's where you can really find some magic and change this. So I want to give you a tangible tool. I actually did this this morning while I was doing my personal development and I had a notebook. So do this later when you have time, but grab a notebook and think of your two stories. What are your two wolves in your head? The positive one and the insecure one. What are the two stories? So what is it you want? What are you working towards? And it's going to be very easy for you to come up with the things that are your self-doubt, but divide your piece of paper on half and on one half, let your insecurities fly. So this morning I took all of my fears, all of these things that have been mulling in my head, that have been ping-ponging back and forth, that I've been deciding, you know, I, I got to work through this, that, like reflecting on why do you feel this way? Like the biggest thing is just get curious, my friend. If you have insecurities popping up, ask yourself why, and then ask yourself why again, and then ask yourself probably two more times. <laughs> if any of my coaches are listening to this, they know that if they tell me, um, any type of excuse or limiting belief. I'm like, why? Tell me more. 
how come? Like it's never just one time. So really get that piece of paper and write down what is holding you back. What are you insecure about? What's that scary story in your head that you're telling yourself? And then get it on on paper because you know what? If you can write it down on paper, just like if you can write your vision down on paper, you can then uh, believe that if you can write on paper, it can become a reality. If you can take these insecurities out of your head and you can put them down on paper, you can also realize that they are just that. They are a story on paper. You can burn paper. You can crumple paper. You can shred paper. You can throw it away. You don't have to read that story. But before you do that, before you destroy it, ask yourself why. And on the other side of paper, I want of the paper, I want you to go line by line and tell yourself the opposite of those insecurities. So rather from operating from this place of fear and lies and insecurity and ego, you're going to come from love and kindness and compassion and humility. And so what I did this morning is I wrote out all those, those fears. And then I took an arrow and I literally line by line proved to myself why those were not a true story. They're not true, my friend. You're going to have to work through them. It's not going to be a walk in the park, but fuck, rip that paper in half and take the half that tells the new story. Literally rewrite your story and realize that you have the power to feed the wolf that you want. And the one that you continue to feed is the story that you will literally end up living. And here is the real deal. You are the, you are the author of your story. You have one shot. You have one life. You have been given free will from a higher power to come to this earth and and be you and whatever you decide to feed in your head whatever story you decide that you want to be true that's what becomes true that is it and so you are going to have to work to have that story that you want that is the life that you dream you're going to have to work really hard for it and then you're going to reach a new level and you're going to have to keep working hard from it but you need to ask yourself do you like saying xyz if it's if the answer is no, then rewrite your damn story and just know that you are never alone. I still work through these things. I still, you know, I'm rewriting my story. And the coolest thing about it is that this is what life is all about. When you're an old ass person and you're sitting in, you know, and oh God, won't it be really fun when you're like 90 though? Like I know people like get wigged about wigged out about getting old. I personally never care about what age I am because I'm like, alternative is I'm not here and I want to be here, but like, can't you wait till you're really old? Cause I feel like when people are super old, they just stop getting zero fucks. <laughs> like it's the best. Like my grandma will like park her Cadillac wherever she wants. And we're like, uh, that's not a spot. She's like, I don't care. I'm like, sweet. I'm here for it. Um, but this is literally, you're writing your life story. And when you are old and gray and you've got grandkids around and great grandkids around and they ask you life advice, and they ask you, I don't know, whatever great grandkids are going to ask us in 80 years, God knows what it will be. But truly, what do you want to tell them? 
Do you want to tell them that you stayed small, that you stayed in fear and you stayed listening to these lies that you told yourself? Or do you want to be able to tell them this epic grand adventure about your life and all the things that you overcame and how and why? So when they come to you for advice, when they come to you for guidance, you have a story worth telling. You already have a story worth telling just by being who you are. Now go write one or rewrite one that is true of who you want to be. Okay. I'm here for you. I appreciate you listening so much, my friend. I cannot even put it into words. If you have not left a review of the podcast yet, please do so on Apple Podcasts. Leave a five-star review and a written review. If you've not shared the podcast, please keep sharing it. It truly is just so amazing. Every single tag on Instagram. And when you message me and share, I just, I cannot tell you how much it means to me to see the faces behind the listens. And so please just keep that up and know too, if you are wanting to rewrite your story, I am here and I'm not going anywhere. I'll always be on this journey with you. Um, this is also my invitation here at the end that if you, if you want more tools, you know, this podcast is free and I'm going to give you a lot of nuggets, but the coaching that I do, the mentorship that I do one-on-one -on -one with the coaches on my team, we continually work on these things through building a business with health and fitness. And if you want to just really rewrite your story, then you probably need a coach. And I'm not going to sugarcoat that because you can only get so far by yourself of course, like a therapist and things like that too. But I am taking on coaches up until April, 10 coaches per month who would like to join my team. And man, my life passion is helping you write your story. My life passion is helping you get through these limiting beliefs and build a business that you really, really love. And I hope that you don't wait because life is just way too short and you are way too important. But you know where to find me. And keep tags on Instagram and keep listening. And we will see you here next week on the Kate Take Podcast. Thanks, my friend.